You're listening to the HSDNA Podcast from the Garden State. Your host, Justin Starbird, and guests from HS Design walk you through each step of the medical product development process. Listen in as they discuss topics like contextual research, human factor testing, and conceptualization, giving you the best practices and real examples of success in the field. And now, here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to the HSDNA podcast. My name is Justin Starbird, and I'm excited to be kicking off season two of our HSDNA podcast. With me is principal of HS Design, Tor Alden, to talk about the state of design, trends, and what we are seeing for pivots in this space as we get ready to head into 2021. Tor, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Justin. Nice to be back. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, Tor, you know, this has been a wild last 10 months of 2020. And, you know, you're coming at it from a really unique uh, perspective in uh, both device and medical device design. You know, today, I think it'd be a great opportunity to kind of do a fireside chat, if you will, on the state of design and, and where we go from here. Um, so, you know, Tor, I want to get a, a little bit of a background. You know, we did this uh, when we when we kicked off HSDNA before, but can you give me a little bit overview of, of who, who HS Design is and, and what your role is? Sure. Um, so, you know, HS Design is a product development firm focusing mostly on medical life science and consumer healthcare. Uh, we've been in consultancy for over 40 years. And in, we really focus in on user-centered design, which is really um, encompasses everything from the initial understanding of user needs through the implementation to manufacturing. And um, you know our, our core capabilities include upfront usability research, human factors, user interface design, industrial design, and engineering so we and prototype development so we really can go from you know the the you know classic napkin sketch all the way through to commercialization of a product however we look at it from a little bit different way where we focus on the both the technical side of it versus the the user side of it and i should add to that that we really our focus has has really shifted over the past few years to really working on First of kind devices and 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 products that are um, you know maybe changing or pivoting the, the protocols of hospitals and the way people use the product. So it's really trying to figure out maybe a, a better way to use it is is humanizing technology. Um, so we also do the standard fare of you know generation one, two, three products, but what really gets us excited is this first generation. Yeah, absolutely. You just made a really good point about uh, pivoting and uh, pivoting protocols, you know, what has HSD been forced to pivot on since March, um, since the, you know, introduction of the pandemic that, you know, has hit the world since March of 2020? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And, you know, I've been in consultancy for over 20 years, corporate for the other part of it. Um, and I thought I've seen it all, corporate outsourcing <laughs> trends, uh, internalization, recessions, booms, never saw a plague. Right. Now did, um, and you know the 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 interesting thing beyond if you take COVID out of this year, HSD really had a fantastic year. We've yep. been busy, 
we've moved into our new building, so we've got more space. We won uh, an IDEA International Design Award for uh, CENTIAR. I got personally inducted in, as a fellow of Industrial Design Society in America. We're able to, you know, use our capabilities to to help other organizations creating new diagnostic testing methods and patient care for COVID. And uh, we, you know, I think way back when we told you that we want to contract for Symphony, uh, which is sort of our internal venture for uh, delivery of multi-particulate, uh, that started out initially with a, a, a competition with a Pfizer grant, and that we expanded to an NIH grant. And now we're happy to say that we have our first uh, commercial drug being specified for that. So it's really exciting. And, you know, it's, it's um, you take away COVID, take away not seeing people. And uh, it's been a great week. Yeah. I, I know. It's been, but it's anyway, been great. You, you asked, you know, did we pivot? And absolutely. Um, well, first of all, say, congratulations on those accolades, too. I mean, you know, it, it is tough I, for a lot of companies, yourself not, not you know, included, to, you know, feel uh, accomplished for the results that have happened because of all the things that have been going on. But, you know, to have all those things happen while, you know, the world is changing around us is, is truly amazing. I mean, and so I mean that uh, totally. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. And, and again, it's, it's, it's a big hats off to our staff, too, because uh, along the way, I think we had two, maybe three weddings, uh, two births. And uh, you know, numerous birthdays that all happen virtually, right? So right. we, as a company, have been extremely, you know, our culture is very family-centered, and and uh, it's been rough because, well, I shouldn't say. Luckily, I'd say fifty percent of us are back in the office, right? But there's the other fifty percent, and and the ones that are here in the office, we have to behave with masks, and you know, we can't really just have our typical barbecues and get right. together so you know from that perspective it's just been uh, you know like you're wearing a, a Lindsay lohan wrist bracelet or a, a ankle cuff bracelet, ankle bracelet right and you're not alone i mean you know i talked to a lot of folks and, and they say the same thing and so you know how have you made that pivot um this year and and what were some of the things that you're able to to do with clients and, and with, you know, another good question is, you know, with existing projects that you had going on, you know, maybe start there. Sure. I mean, so again, we, we, we did pivot since March and, and literally, as I mentioned, the team, I have to give most of the credit to for doing this. Uh, I actually was took the, you know, the, that week that the world stopped turning, I was in Colorado uh, skiing and, and, you know, I was, that's just basically when I saw the, stop of all industry remotely um so we had to really hurry up and pivot and and, and get a plan together really quick to figure out was what's what's going on i mean half of our business deals with people right and and uh human factors specifically you know we test one-on-one -on -one with people uh, focus groups we were out there uh and so the group had to really pivot and create, you know, these remote kits that we put together for uh, contextual inquiry, informative studies. So we've had, we were lucky enough to have a few projects that were, you know, continually going through. And the biggest question is, well, how do we keep it moving? So the good news is our clients were supportive behind us. They wanted us to keep moving. So we had to, we really had to work through it. And, and um, 
Um, we did, we did it. Uh, there, there are certain things that, you know, the FDA didn't budge on summative usability testing, uh, which is basically the verification testing for, for usability, right? Right. And uh, so, so from that perspective, we had to pause a few and uh, test, move them around a little bit. Uh, and then we, you know, got comfortable with going out with masks and disinfectants and, you know, six feet away and dealing with it. Luckily, our, our research partner really uh, supported us in that regard as well. Uh, so, um, you know, I think the ones that really won out on this are um, Amazon, FedEx, and UPS. I mean, we, you know, we bought a whole bunch of new technology and we shipped it all over the place. Um, so, you know, the, the thing that's kind of, it, it's sad, I guess, and, and, you know, putting an optimistic spin on this, right? Design is a very communal um, discipline. And, you know, we whiteboard, we do visual scrums, we look at eye contact to see, you know, are you kidding me? Or, you know, why are you, how are we doing this? You know, it's, it's very collaborative. And, um, you know, engineering has to build prototypes. They have to do all the physical testing for, you know, in person. So those things we, we had to, to learn how to do it remotely. Luckily, you know, I would say, you know, the majority of our clients were, I shouldn't say majority, but we have a, we've been used to uh, virtual, you know, Zoom, Ring Central, Teams, WebEx, you know, we've been, we've been on them all way before this. So that part wasn't really a learning curve, but the real learning curve was how do we interact with sort of that big Brady Bunch screen in front of us, you know, and just kind of seeing, you know, how do we, how do we get that collaborativeness? And um, we've done it. But I am fearful in the future, you know, for, you know, new employees that come on board, they don't get that culture that you have. And you see, you know, so how does the industry as a whole or even us continue that our HSD culture if we can't get together and, and interact together? So we've been spending a lot of time and effort and money on trying to do that virtually. Yep. Uh, and, and hopefully we're successful. We hold, you know, again, they, they began out. Uh, uh, more fun and now they're like a little bit tedious, you know, the virtual happy hours that everybody yeah. has. Like, there you go. You know, but, but we, you know, we go through and we, we, I think the good news is everybody is kind of um, very caring about each other. So it's, they're, everybody's taking care of each other. Um, in the end, the fun thing we did, and I'm probably rambling on a little bit, but right when COVID started, uh, we actually had a project where we developed, developed face shields for the local EMS and firefighters and, and police in our area. Yep. And we weren't, you know, we were too busy to probably start and create a brand new system. I know a lot of design firms, you know, started from scratch and how to manufacture. Our job was really just to find off the shelf components, you know, from a mask or other catalog cuts and, and really make something that was professional and it was comfortable. So we, you know, we, we had a sort of a, uh, assembly line of, of people coming in and building them and and and, a, and just an ironic story is uh because we're new to the building we also have a new alarm system and now we're basically sanitizing the whole building down every day you know especially the first week of covid you know you, you're wiping every surface that doesn't move right. and uh i accidentally uh, well i didn't accidentally i, I cleaned the the, uh, the uh, alarm panel and next thing you know the whole buzzing thing goes off and it's like the 
you know, it's, it's the high alert, right? So the next thing you know, we get all these fire trucks and police coming to our door. All wearing your old masks. We just finished the whole package of the face mask. So they came, we just handed it to them. And, uh, you know, they said thank you. And, you know, they didn't bill us for it. So that was right. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, it's kind of like a Apollo 13 where you um, had to uh, take all the components and uh, figure out how to get everybody home safely, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, you sit in a really interesting spot because, you know, your career, you know, you, you've kind of been through a lot, as you mentioned, both on the corporate side, but also on the consultancy side where, you know, you are more plugged in um, to the industry than others. So you're not just sitting in your office worried about the project that's going on down the hall or sitting in, um, you know, meetings and, and overseeing your, just your team. You're actively involved in a bunch of organizations. Um, as you mentioned, you're just uh, inducted as a fellow as well. Um, so you get to see industry trends kind of as they are, are emerging um, because you're hearing best practices and, and seeing, you know, entries and, and um, uh, you know, new projects as they, as they come out too because of your other roles. You know, what are you seeing um, as shifts uh, from, in the industry this year as well? So it's, it's a great question. I mean, if you, if you remove sort of the, you know, Emergency Use Act, which is giving a lot of people, you know, um, you know we're, we're busy developing products that are going into to COVID-specific uh, situations, right? So if you get rid of that aspect of it and say, okay, what's happening now because of COVID? Um, there's some interesting trends, I think. Um, I recently just traveled back from San Diego um, and it was a mixed bag of feeling good, not so good about, you know, where the environment's heading and, and you know, the, where everything's heading. Um, but a couple of things that really stood out to me that I, I think, I'm not going to say COVID's a good thing, but, but it, it's, it's definitely pushing technology where a lot faster into places where it would have taken longer to, 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 to uh, adopt. For example. What yeah. What do you mean? Well, so, so I was going into the Newark terminal and, you know, it first struck me that, you know, the, the TSA had figured out a protocol to be much more efficient and not, you know, necessarily as, as frantic, but, but more importantly, you know, you go in to get your, uh, your, your commodities before you jump on the flight and uh, they use, they implemented the Amazon go system, which is basically uh, they have several cameras situated in the room and basically just, Put your credit card into the gate as soon as it recognizes the gate the gate opens you walk in you grab all your stuff no bag nothing and you walk out no scanning or anything and you know for me that was just kind of it, it hit me that that technology is here to stay it's not going to go anywhere and it was extremely adopted you know so how does that technology shift into other areas you know as far as when the tsa you know it's going to be even better, right? And, and even renting a car and all this, it's going to become more touchless, more transparent to the user, which is going to be a benefit. You know, the, the question that came to my mind is now, next time I buy a plane ticket, am I going to get an ad for Twizzlers, you know, coming on my uh, web browser because they know, you know, they know everything about me, right? right. So there, there's some optimistic parts of it. And then there's some areas that we need to be worried about. And, but I am optimistic about design, and I think there's a huge opportunity for that. Um, design has a huge role in, in trying to basically 
you know, the strategic design thinking or what people call design thinking, um, that's a that's a really important part right now to figure out problems systematically and and how to humanize that technology. Uh, so so those are the things I, I think there's some optimism there, right? Absolutely. I, I, uh, I agree. I, I also traveled recently and, you know, there is a whole lot to your point, um, transparency for the user. Um, now, you know, we're in the fourth quarter now we're going into, you know, 2021, you know, we, I went back and I looked and we had this discussion last year, you know, about, you know, some of, um, you know, your thoughts going into 2020, you know, clearly at this point last year, there's no way to predict, you know, how the world would change. And, and so I'm not asking you to, uh, you know, make predictions uh, per se, but are you seeing anything on the horizon um, that will continue to impact um, the state of design and, and that user experience uh, that you can talk about? Um, I mean, the fourth quarter, you know, we, we've, we've committed through the pivot. So now it's really just implementation of what we're doing. Um, you know, specifically state of the design or, or state of HSD or the state of the world, you know, there, there are different levels, right? Um, I can speak to the state of HSD. Uh, you know, luckily we're busy. Um, there's a little bit of an uncertainty, obviously, with everybody as far as uh, what's happening. Our marketing, you know, strategy has been blown away through you know, what it used to be. So we have to kind of look at how we approach programs and how we um, implement them. I do think that there's a sense of um, our productivity is probably the same, but we're working harder, if that makes sense. Um, I think there's a lot of limitations. You're overcoming, are you overcoming more obstacles or, you know, what, why do you think that is? Well, it's just, it's just this whole virtual world we're living in, right? Everything is dependent on whether you get a UPS or you get, uh, you know, it's, everything's kind of connected in, in, in um, parcels, if you will. And, and um, so, so it's, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, it, I experience it even when I go shopping, I see, I see the, the people that I usually see kind of, um, hanging out are, are working, stocking the shelves. You know, it's, it's like everybody's kind of at a point where they're high, high efficiency. And I think, you know, because it's virtual, we're all working 12, 14 hour days. You know, it's, it's like, when do you stop and when do you start? But then, you know, the people that are working remotely, they're distractions. So I, I think it, it balances out at the end of the day, but I don't think there's that break of free time and, you know, that, that sort of, um, and that's what, what at least personally I'm working through is just, you know, how do you, how do you take time off when, when you don't have anywhere to go? Right. Well, you know, so that's a good point. You know, that brings me to um, a thought I had coming into this is, you know, um, are you seeing, are you seeing burnout? And on the other side, has this new freedom, you know, lent itself to more creativity? So, so that's an interesting question. And, and, um, I don't think I don't think it's bad, you know, that because we're in the medtech space, we haven't been as hot, hit hard as, as as others. At the beginning, we were, and and you know, there were certain, like I said, human factors, and user interface sort of died down for a little bit, right? And we had this lull. Luckily, we were able to recover it, but 
Um, you know, I have friends that are, you know, had a focus in transportation and consumer and they're, they're being crushed now, right? There's, uh, there's a tough time out there for, for a lot of people. We're seeing it sort of in the opposite where, you know, like I mentioned, you have these um, uh, projects that are, are sort of, uh, you know, they're the project warp speed or they're, or they're, you know, going on an emergency uh, use act where it's not six months that they needed, it's three weeks or, you know, six weeks. And so our engineering group has been at a, one point we were, we were working pretty hard. Uh, I think right now we, we've got a good, good feel on it. Um, we are growing, so that's good. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I think one of the other things that's kind of exciting to, and this is a, kind of answers your question in another way. We're not, we don't get burned out when we, when we, we feel that there's a success, you know, that we're doing something good. Yep. Right. So a lot of these projects that we're working on right now make us feel good about doing it. Right. So, so it's not that we're, uh, putting extra hours in this is that we enjoy doing it. And to the other point, where do we go? <laughs> you know, we're not right. Well, so, you know, people say they get inspiration in the shower or they get inspiration while they're eating dinner, you know, or, you know, they're in an environment where they're more comfortable, you know, have you noticed that those environments have, have changed where, you know, is it now, now is it like where it's so unique to come into the office that that's where the creative spark comes? You know, what are you seeing on that side? That's interesting. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to be able to come into work um, most of most of this um, period of time, um, you know, quarantine when I need to. But for the most part, you know, we wear masks, we have masks and, you know, we just go about. So so I do know that there are other people that are are, are feeling that, you know, within the office. I, I think that's a great question is, is you don't have, you don't have that routine anymore. On the other hand, you have more time, right? I, I do know when I work at home, you know, the, you don't have to commute. You got a few more minutes here and there to, to just chill out. So, right. But, but you know, it's, it's, I guess the, the one thing that I wanted to add though, is, is we are actually creating sort of separate skunk works, if you will, within our organization, trying, trying to create products that we think might, be beneficial uh, that might have inroads to, for example, operation warp speed, you know, have, and, and other things like that. So we, when we're not on a project, we're, you know, we're kind of just whiteboarding next to each other and trying to figure out if there, there's something that we can add value to. So that's kind of fun. Absolutely. And I think that goes back to the culture piece too, right? Like, so if you've uh, created an opportunity where people feel comfortable, you know, not for lack of a better way to say it, but, you know, failing, right? Because if, you, if you're not, if you're not failing in your space, like, and pushing the envelope, then you're not moving forward either. So, you know, to have that balance, you know, is actually really neat. And, and plus, I think the people that are here, we're enjoying a brand new space, right? So it's, it's uh, in that part of it is it's refreshing. Right. Um, so, you know, why don't you think about, you know, what is next? You know, what are you seeing? You know, is there, is there more um, that, that you're expecting going into the new year? Or, you know, are there any um, trends that are just on the horizon that, that most folks are um, still just learning about that you're, that you're testing and trying out? Um, 
the ones that we are, I can't tell you about. But uh, I mean, you know, the, 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 there's a there's a certain amount of of technology that's coming in, right? Uh, is it revolutionary? And, and, and did COVID change it? You know, I think there are certain areas that it interact. Like I mentioned, you know, the Amazon Go things that, that are pushing it quicker. Um, I don't think that there's a fundamental uh, shift of, of innovation, right? I, I think that's live and well. If anything, I think, you know, that there's a challenge with right now, startups are having a hard time getting funding. Um, so, you know, the smaller startups are desperately in need of, of getting a boost. Yeah, We're, we saw a drop off of that. However, the larger companies are um, pulling the weight on that regard of, of, you know, responding to the government and, and other um, challenges. So, it, well, they're reinvesting in themselves, right? So instead of that money going to, you know, possible incubators or new projects or bringing, you know, buying new companies they're they're putting in that towards themselves, no? Well, I, I think, you know, and you can kind of see it. I haven't checked the stock market today, but, um, you know, you can see it that at a certain point, um, people are still spending yeah. and they're, you know, because they're not traveling, they're putting their money in other areas. Uh, we are a little bit mm, insulated from that because most of our products are either medical or, or pharmaceutical delivery systems. So, so we don't see that necessary trend, but, but we do see that, um, corporations are still spending money and they're still going in R and D. And that's the fortunate thing about this from a consultant standpoint, right? Yep. Um, you know, the biggest fear I think in March would be uh, what would happen with uh, corporations and would they just, you know, freeze and, and, and halt everything. So, so everything's kind of moving still, it's just in a little weirder way. Um, yeah. Everything's just weirder, right? <laughs> and not, not necessarily always bad, right? Right. Uh, but just different. Absolutely. Definitely just different. So, you know, the million dollar question is how do you feel about the state of design today and where it's going? Um, that's a great question. I think way back when, um, and when I say way back when it was probably over 20 years ago, I gave a talk on a similar topic, uh, it was more consumer housewares, but it was basically how does design change over decades and what, what influences design change? And, um, you know, you can look at either political, you could look at economic, you can look at environmental. There are all these sort of shifts that happen. You know, in the 70s, there, there was a different period of time where, where you could actually see the design changing. Uh, you can see it in the 80s, the technology age, the late 80s, at least early 90s, uh, the introduction of, of Mac products and everything became much more centered around, you know, high tech. And uh, so you can go all the way back to, you know, Bill Gettys as far as, you know, streamlining in the 1930s, but there, there are certain design styles that happen. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if, the, if, if um, this impact changes design and, and the design trend. It's a little too early to tell. Um, you know, last well, they're year. are throwing everything in it right now. You get a weird plague, <laughs> you get a political season. <laughs> you know, at, we're, we're working differently. We're at home or, you know, distance. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there are, you know, there are a lot of those factors at play. When history looks back at this, they're not going to be able to peg one. It'll be, you know. Well, well, ex exactly. I was thinking of that, just like the metaphor of like, you know, you kind of take that uh, 
glacier uh, sampling of, of a mile deep and you see all the different layers. If you took all the products from the 30s to the, you know, 2020 and, and you know, what happens at 2040, are you going to see this big, <laughs> big difference that you can say, oh, that was COVID? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it'll probably be a lot of disposable waste out there, that's for sure. Yeah, that is an unfortunate. So, yeah. well, uh, you know, thank you so much for taking the time today um, to go through this and uh, kind of give your thoughts and, and ideas on what's next. It's really uh, encouraging to hear your optimism uh, about not just where you are from a company standpoint, but also where the, the state of design is and, and where people are. And, you know, that, that um, you know, it feels really good to know that people are out there solving problems that most don't even know exist. Oh, that's, that's nice of you to say. And, and hey, again, if you're right. If it wasn't for COVID, we would be having a, you know, a really fantastic, a lot of things to celebrate. Uh, we're just hoping that, you know, everybody, you know, hope and pray that everybody stays safe as possible. And uh, hopefully we get back to normal before this new normal feels normal. Right. Um, it's still a little uncomfortable, which is good. Yeah. I agree. Well, Tor, uh, thank you so much uh, for kicking off season two. Until next time. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. This has been the latest episode of the HSDNA podcast. On behalf of our guests today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. As always, to listen to other episodes of HSDNA, go to hs-design.com and scroll over the HSDNA tab on our menu. Until next time, thanks for listening.